<laughs> You're now listening to the Inside Out Podcast with Jimmy Hunt. Get it. Welcome to Inside Out with Jimmy Hunt. My job is simple, to improve my mental fitness through any means possible and deconstruct what works, what doesn't, and what I think may be able to help you become mentally fitter. And quite often, it leads me to some pretty interesting people, places, and stories. Today, I've got some stories for you. Been on the road this week, six days, six talks, six different beds. I am completely over talking. Not only was I doing my talks, but I was doing Q&As before and after. I was chatting to the people that booked me before and after and just, oh, I have talked so much and I am completely over it. But I'm happy to be here today with you. I'm actually super, super grateful uh, to be able to speak to these people this week. A lot of these were COVID talks that have been postponed. And so I was so happy to finally be able to get into rooms with these people and share my message. And it was so well received. I had such lovely feedback. It was a new talk and I really like it. And I really think it helped a lot of people. So I was very, very excited. Now, when I do these talks, uh, there are pieces in the middle where I have Q&A sessions and then I have a Q&A session at the end. and. Literally, at every single talk this week, and pretty much every single talk that I ever do, I have one question that gets asked over and over and over again. And it is this, or some version of this. How do I help somebody that I love with depression? Now, it's a very complicated question because, I mean, I've got no idea what the situation is with these people that ask. I don't know the context or anything like that. And so I have to give a pretty generic answer, but I think the generic answer is true. It's, it is my truth. And so that's the answer I'm going to give you guys here today. What do we do for people who are depressed? Well, step one. The main step is to provide them with unconditional love. That is the biggest answer of them all. When you are in a state of depression, you feel very, very, very alone. You feel like no one is there with you. You feel like no one is there to help you. To have someone that is offering you unconditional love, no matter how you feel, is one of the most powerful things that you can ever do for anybody in that state. Just offer them unconditional love. Be there for them. Time and time again. Now, no one's telling you that's easy. Sometimes that will be very, very, very hard. But hopefully, if you love them, then you can be there to give them that love. Now, People don't really like that answer because they really want to help change this person. They really, they really want them to be able to give them something that changes their state. Now, 
Here's a question for you. What can you control? Not much, right? Can't control other people or their thoughts, feelings, beliefs, or anything like that. We can't control the weather or the traffic or the pandemics. Uh, we can't control anything, really. The only thing we can control is our response to stimulus. That's it. Basically, that's what life is. Stuff happens and you respond to it, right? That's the only thing you have control over. And so, you know, this person isn't feeling good and you would like to help them change. You would, you would like to, for them to change. First of all, understand that they might not want to change yet. I had a lot of people that were helping, trying to help me to change, but when I was at my worst, I didn't want to change. My answer was simply, I'm good. Don't worry about it. I'll sort myself out. And so no one was changing me. It wasn't until I got to a place where I wanted to change that stuff changed. And then I could take the help that the people offered me. But until that point, I didn't have a desire to change. And so therefore, change was not going to occur. And so then we get the million dollar question, right? How do we get people to have the desire to change? And if you can answer that million dollar question, you're going to make a lot of money. Congratulations. Because it's very hard because it's very individualistic. There are different things that will flick the switch in different people. The most common denominator for flicking people's switches is rock bottom. When you hit absolute rock bottom and you really only have two choices, which is to leave this planet or to change, then a lot of people will choose change. And that's what happened to me. Mine had to be rock bottom. But we want to get people to flick that switch before rock bottom, right? And so how can we do that? Well, you can really only gently put things into their worldview. Like a good example is that I have had a lot of women tell me, and it is predominantly women, who have told me that they have bought my first book, uh, the one about Lilo and the Waikato, a bit mental. They've bought that. And then they've given it to their husbands, brothers, fathers, sons, and said, oh, hey, you should read this book. This dude uh, did this crazy adventure where he swam a lilo all the way down the Waikato River. And they're like, oh, yeah, that sounds interesting. And so they read it and they're like, oh, oh, I feel like this guy. Oh, me too. Oh, he got better. Oh, maybe I can too. And it takes this, you know, random book that came out of nowhere in order to get them the desire to change. Like that book doesn't make them change, but it might give them the desire to go and create their own change. And it might be my book or documentary, or it might be a TED talk, or it might be a quote that pops up on Instagram. We don't know what it is. And so what we've got to try and do is put as many things gently into their world um, as, as possible to be able to try and flick that switch and go, hey, is today the day that you would like to change. And hopefully, one day they're like, yeah, today is the day I want to change. You're like, cool. There's lots of people and resources that can help you. But we need to be able to flip that switch. But I think there is one overwhelming thing that can help inspire people to change. I was at a talk the other day and I was talking to this guy previously and I knew he was a teacher. And when someone asked this question, I sort of got to this bit I said, uh, hey, teacher man, um, 
what do you what subject do you teach again? He's like, science. I was like, oh, cool. Can you teach me American history? And he's like, um, no. Uh, I'm just a science teacher. And I'm like, yeah, of course, right? You can only teach what you know. You can't teach what you don't know. And this is the problem with a lot of these people who are looking to help their friends. It's such a beautiful thing. I see such grace in their heart and in their eyes when they're asking these questions, just genuinely wanting to help people, right? And the simple truth for them is you cannot teach what you do not know. And so if you want to be able to help these people, the number one thing that you can possibly do to help the people you love who are struggling is to move yourself up the mental fitness continuum. Absolute, hands down, number one, best thing you can possibly do. Move yourself up the mental fitness continuum. Because then when they come to you one day and they're freaking out, having a panic attack or super depressed or angry or whatever, you're like, hey, I read this book and I learned this thing. I went to this talk from this uh, really handsome guy and he told me how to do this. I uh, saw this documentary or watched this TED talk and I've been practicing this and it's really helped me. Here, I will teach you too, right? You cannot teach what you do not know. And so learning those techniques, applying them to yourself, experiencing them, getting good at them, will move you up the mental fitness continuum. But more importantly, it will allow you to be the teacher that changes the world of the people around you. There's this good example I saw on the national news a couple of years ago, and this woman, she was a big lady, um, you know, like 130 kilograms, something like that. And she decided that she needed to get healthier because she was having these health issues based on the size that she was. And so she went and joined a gym. And here's a side point for you. If you're looking for to create conscious change, one of the best things you can possibly do is go and join a community of people who are already what you want to become right? People who are already what you want to become. So you go and you join that community and these people are already doing the thoughts and the habits and the behaviors of which you want to learn. And so you will go in there and they will drag you along with them. They will teach you things. They will show you things. They will be the example and the accountability to you to be the person who you want to become because they are already that person and they're already just doing it. And so this woman joined this gym and similar thing happened, right? She goes and she starts working out a bit and these people are already working out, they're already fit and so they're teaching her and they're helping her. And then she realizes that she can't keep eating what she's eating to be able to work out how these people work out. And so she's like, oh, you know, what are you guys eating? 
And so they tell her what they're eating and they show her recipes and they help her. And, you know, I don't remember the timeline, but it was something like, let's just say, you know, over the next year she lost 50 kilograms, something phenomenal, crazy, right? And then sometime along the way, her husband went to her, hey, you're looking really happy. You're looking great. You seem to have much more energy. And she's like, yeah, like I'm feeling good. And he's like, well, maybe I should come too. She's like, I'd love that. And so he goes along too. Same process. He starts losing massive amounts of weight because he was overweight too. And now they're doing it together. And that's even more powerful, have an accountability partner, have a partner to help inspire you. Wonderful. And they had two overweight children. And so now at their house, instead of takeaways for dinner, mum's like, this is what I've cooked for dinner. <laughs> Eat it or starve. Hey, this weekend we're going to go for a walk. Come with us. We're joining the social touch team. Come join us. And so the kids came along on the ride too. And they both lost a massive amount of weight. I can't remember the number between the four of them, but it was massive, right? And it's on the news. It's so impressive. So inspirational to the people. You cannot teach what you do not know. So this mother decided to go and learn. She went and learned how to exercise, how to eat better. She went and learned all of these tips, tricks, techniques, understandings, perspectives, and she changed her life. And just by default, she changed the life of her husband and her children. And because it was so inspirational, now she's changing the lives of so many others because her story is being amplified. I am telling her story right now on a podcast years later. Her ripple is going throughout the world. If you want to change the people around you, the only thing that you can do is lead by example. You cannot teach what you do not know. You need to go out. You need to learn. You need to ask for help. You need to read. You need to watch. You need to gather this information to move yourself up the mental fitness continuum. So you get the information, then you apply that information with action to turn it into experience, and then you can teach from experience. You'd much rather have a teacher that said, when I tried this in this particular situation, I got this result, rather than someone just reading from a book saying, apparently, this is the science behind it and this should work. We respond much better to experience than we do to theory. You cannot teach what you do not know. You want to change the world. You want to help your loved ones. You've got to do the work. You've got to learn the tools, the tips, the perspectives, the understandings. You've got to apply them. You've got to be the example you want to see in the world. And that will help the people that you love with depression. That will change your families, your communities, and it will ripple out through the world. Thank you, everybody. We'll be back to our regular scheduled 
podcast next week. Libby will be back on the podcast. We're going to have some guests, uh, all the nice normal stuff. Thank you very much. I'm so happy to be back in New Zealand at the moment. So happy to be talking to all of these people. So grateful for it. I love you very much. Thank you for being here. And we'll see you all again next week. Bye-bye now. That was Inside Out with Jimmy Hunt. See you next time.